0: You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gilio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.
1: Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. It is conference tournament week this week. Let's dive into the six big college conference tournaments we're going to see this week. Prop Swap, hoops are happening, and college basketball's biggest stage is right around the corner on Prop Swap. Now it's time to find those Cinderellas while the odds are high. So get to your sportsbook, buy a handful of tickets, and list them on PropSwap. Dark Horses happen every year, so download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Guys, I think we should start in the ACC because we saw the ending of the regular season in the ACC on Saturday night. We know Joe always sitting there, popcorn in hand, watching with bated breath to see the goodbye to Mike Shashevsky and Coach K. Well, I didn't watch all of it. I did catch some, and I saw Duke lose at home. Really, it was, and it wasn't close. To North Carolina, ruining the Coach K goodbye. But now it's, it kind of <laughs> in, interestingly sets the stage for this conference tournament in which Duke is obviously the favorite here. Minus 135, you can find him at. But Carolina now looks interesting at 8-1. to one. That, was, uh, that didn't feel fluky the way they won that game on Saturday. Funny, but not, not fluky.
0: Before that game, they were not even a lock for the tournament. Now, it feels like they are. It kind of depends what we see in the conference tournament. But yeah, I'm a a liar. I'm a total liar. I said I was going to avoid every second of it. I did avoid the first half. Then my son wanted to play outside. I'm like, all right, yeah, that's fine. I don't really want to watch this. And then I started seeing, checking in on the score. I'm like, oh, I need to watch every second of the second half, <laughs> and and I did. And that awkward, that awkward post ceremony, which we'll get into. Oh man, was that strange? <laughs> but it was quite amusing. Quite amusing. I mean, this is a team that uh, Duke beat by twenty just a couple of weeks ago. And then they go there in that moment, take care of business. You had all like hundreds of of former Dukies there. Oh man, what what a scene that was! And the crying—I couldn't get over the crying. (laughs) Were they crying about Coach K leaving? It was his last game. Were they crying about that game? I know Coach K was upset, but he was upset about that game. It kind of felt like he didn't even care about all this other crap for the last. If I spent thirty thousand dollars to be there, I'd cry too.
1: The ticket prices yeah. were insane
0: insane right. is, i cannot believe that i saw what the prices were but people were people actually paying that that's but think about the people in there how much money they have they went right. to duke most of right, the these people. were duke yeah. alum yeah i mean yeah, look
1: but... if they have the money spend the money And they should, they should give it a charity and not, not go watch coach k give a speech but whatever it's, people can do what they want with their money um so, are we down on Duke now? Was that was that just a, a tough night for them? I mean, they are the overwhelming favorite in this tournament. No one's—they're minus one thirty-five. The, the next closest yeah. is Carolina eight to one, Wake Forest nine uh, plus nine fifty, and then you get down to Notre Dame ten to one. I liked Notre Dame last week as we tried to find another team. Uh, Aaron, I do think Carolina is interesting now. Just watch the way they played; they, they might be peaking at the right time.
2: I agree. I think this is a Carolina is a good sleeper um some places even have them at five plus 500 so even shorter odds um but they do have the second best odds to win the conference tournament another interesting one could be wake forest um 10 to 1
0: i you know i i think this loss may have been the best thing for them Mm. and it's with, with as, as tough as it is to pick a winner out of the ACC, and you have the four teams with the double buy Duke, Notre Dame, North Carolina, and Miami. Uh, I think, and we're not getting a ton of value. They just threw like a bunch of the, the same teams in that basket in that eight to 10 to one range North Carolina, Wake, Bottech Notre Dame, Miami. Doesn't feel like there's enough value. So I'm not sure that I'm going to make a play because. Mm-hmm. Duke's the big Duke's the odds-on favorite for a reason, and, and I could absolutely see them bouncing back from that performance. They have had a good season overall. We know about the talented roster. Uh, maybe that loss is the best thing for them going into the ACC tournament.
1: Yeah, it could be, uh, and that would be a fun one. Let's jump to the Big East here. Big East Conference Tournament starts this week. The favorite is Villanova. You can find a plus-165. UConn, you can find a plus-350. And then Providence, Five to one. How about that? How about Providence? Uh, a top 10 team in the nation. They've been at the top of this conference all year. And they are five to one to win the Big East tournament with reason. I mean, look, we've talked about all year that they're a lucky team. Are they a great team? No, they're a lucky team. And now they get to a tournament setting here. Uh, Joe, you go beyond Providence, you can find Marquette seven to one. Then you get to the Creighton, Seton Hall area. I do think Marquette is interesting in, in the tournament. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think there's something to that team and Chaka Smart. Creighton's okay. Beyond that, I'd be very surprised if any of those teams made a significant run. You know, the Seton Halls, the Xavier, St. Johns. It it feels like it's one of those top four. You know, know, even though it
2: is on a five-game winning streak, if you are looking for a sleeper, but Mm. yeah. uh Yeah. I don't know about that. It's a long shot.
0: <laughs> even though Nova's plus 150, I think this one is much more wide open. Yeah. Much more wide open when you look at the level of teams and then you don't have, you know, Nova's darn good and I believe they're 10th in Ken Palm. But, uh, you know, speaking of Marquette, our college basketball guest last week, Michael Beller, he mentioned, Aaron asked him about some teams where that could have some value in the conference tournaments and he went out of his way, even though they're playing poorly at the end of the season, uh, to uh, talk about Marquette. And they're the fourth favorite at eight to one, if, if you start look, okay, Nova's a top ten team. UConn, according to most, a top twenty team, and then in that thirty range, you'll find teams like Providence. Lucky or not, they're there. Uh, Seton Hall, and and there are teams Marquette, Xavier. Not that much of a drop off. So, this this is the conference that had the massive upset in the conference tournament last year with Georgetown, eighty to one. They're not going to do it this time. They they're not, they they don't have that caliber of team this season. My God. But you didn't think going in, I'm just looking around The Georgetown numbers, 300 to one. That's how (laughs) bad they are this year, 300 to one. But, but I, it wouldn't be too surprising if we do have an upset and we're not talking about Nova. It's it's Nova Yukon. And then then you start to really find some value, but it is interesting that they are following the metrics with the odds and Providence after taking the Big East regular season, uh, they are the third favorite.
2: Yeah. I need, I have Villanova hopefully in the final four. So I need them to go far come tournament time. But another thing on Seton Hall, I was researching, they've come up short in multiple uh, close games. So there is a chance some things bounce their way and they end up winning some games. So I think for me, the Pirates would be one of the sleepers to take a look at if you wanted to.
1: What is interesting? That, looking yeah. at their their Ken Palm number, Aaron, they're they're pretty high up. Like they're thirty five in mm-hmm. uh, Ken Palm. Providence is thirty six, so they're look they're they're probably better. They're than,
2: no slouch. They're no slouch.
1: No, they're probably better than <laughs> than their seating, and their record probably gives you a feeling. So they're sixteen to one. If you're looking for a sleeper, there Big Twelve Conference tournament. Now this one is interesting because you get four teams shorter 650 or shorter it's baylor is the favorite here but barely over kansas then texas tech's around through plus 380 you can find texas around plus 650 and then you dive into the tcus and we know like tcu wasn't on the radar until like last week two weekends ago and they beat kansas and and now they're on the radar they're 16-1 to oklahoma 16-1 to then iowa state kansas state west virginia you know big long shots here i like baylor i've i've liked baylor for a while now i mean it it just feels like when joe we talked about last week it's like there's almost a little fatigue like we're not gonna get all hyped about them again because what they did last year they're really good it won't surprise me if they cut the nets down next sunday
0: yeah a tournament starts on wednesday but we've only got one game so we can really look at this thing starting on thursday right. once uh one through seven get, get involved here but yeah i Totally hear you. And, and the I think the odds are with you as well by putting them pretty much the same odds as Kansas in most spots. And what do you know? Those are the two teams that end up uh, tying. We have, we have co-champs again, this time in the Big 12. Um, but yeah, the the Baylor thing makes a lot of sense. And, and it does seem like I want to say they're undervalued, but they're not. Um, and Kansas almost lost to Texas. Which was another amusing part of that Duke game, that after all of that hype, they couldn't even start show the start of the game because of all the fouls, all the reviews going on in that Texas-Kansas game. And then they go to overtime, which was which was quite amusing. You know, Texas, I, I I've talked them up, and I believe there's now eighty to one. Now the metrics like them, we know about the strength, the great defense. They have one of the really good head coaches in the country, and they've been so close so many times against some of these top teams, but they just haven't been able to finish it off. But I, but I will say, I jumped in on Texas seventy to one, as you may may be able to tell. Um, I, I felt better about that game, even though it was another game. They hung tight with a great team, a, a very good team, I should say. I, I did walk away feeling better because they were right there once again. So maybe they uh, get over the hump a little bit once we get into the tournament. So quick question for the group. Like, would you rather be back in a team like that that has come so close a couple times or a team that's been in that many close games? Not like a Providence or Wisconsin. So we've talked about their luck factor, but a team that has shown they they will win those close games late. Which, uh, like, who would you kind of rather back? Like, the, the team that has almost gotten there but hasn't because – variance and regression of the mean would point to the team that has gotten the job done at some point at catching up with them right okay but but in this specific example can we also bring in the fact that they do have a really good coach sure you know so i i would be on that texas side how about you guys
2: i was gonna say i like texas tech they're not playing their best basketball heading into the postseason they've lost Mm. two out of their last three however they did sweep baylor and they went toe-to-toe with kansas in both of their matchups so that's another team um not as much value as texas um but you could also look at texas tech
1: you could uh as far as the the question about like you know, been there and, and, and won these close games versus a team that hasn't, but you like them mm-hmm. as much as we like to like, when we're projecting it forward, fade those teams that look all lucky more than they are really good. There is something to like, how do they respond to those moments? Joe, you've said this before, like luck will run out, but it doesn't mean it has mm-hmm. to run out tomorrow. Right. It could run out right. at the end of the year. It could run out next year. You know, it doesn't next. right? The regression to the mean doesn't happen when we think it does. It just eventually will happen. We don't know when that's going to happen. I just, do you feel better about a Providence if it's a one-point game? I just use them as an example, right? They're not in this conference, but they've been in so many of those. I, I, I think you got a good number on Texas, though. Just in general, that's a good number on a good team.
0: Oh, something Isn't we Baylor
2: kind of banged up too. I mean, that would worry me.
0: Well, sure. something else that we have to consider, as opposed to handicapping last week's tournaments, in these tournaments. Baylor's spot is good. They're a one right now. Kansas, they could be a one. Maybe they're a two. Texas Tech, they're viewed as a three right now. Texas a five with room to move up. All, all these teams are not fighting for a spot. So how, how hard are they going to go in these conference tournaments? There is sometimes that, which is why you can uh, at times find mm-hmm. value in, in teams that are fighting for a spot or They're viewed as one of those last four, and then they end up making some sort of a run. Sure.
1: Yeah. That, look, there's a there's a lot here. We got to talk about the Big Ten because the the this, the yep. seedings versus the odds are remarkable. As someone who who spent a lot most of his life and growing up in New Jersey, I can't believe I'd ever see Rutgers get a double bye in a conference tournament. Wow. Double by? Are they in? Are they in now? No matter what happens here, because it's very likely they lose their first game even after a double bye. They'll be on a neutral court against who they play. <laughs> they play the winner of. Iowa versus Nebraska Northwestern, I believe that's how it'll play out. Yeah, Iowa's the five. I mean, Iowa's plus four forty to win the whole tournament. Rutgers is twenty to one. I think Rutgers is in the tournament now.
0: They're in now. Yeah. But are they gonna be in after Wednesday, Thursday? Well what's remarkable,
1: I wonder if there's ever been a team in the Big Ten tournament with this setup that has had a double buy, right? A top four seed in the Big Ten that doesn't make the tournament.
0: Yeah. Right now they're they're Maybe eleven, probably a twelve. Right, that's
1: but where I saw them. Twelve.
0: You know I like this team, but it, yeah. it is kind of jarring when it is kind of jarring when you're looking at the brackets today for the Big Ten tournament. And you see four, really? No. Big Ten four? Rutgers? How'd you how'd you get all the way up there? Yeah, I, but that's kind of uh, the theme of this year that it is so wide open because even in the ACC, like, oh wait, last week we were talking about North Carolina. We don't know if they're going to make the tournament. Then they go there and uh, take out Duke as double digit dogs. But they're the three. In that conference. So I guess their spot has been solidified as well. Uh, yeah, so one through four, the double buy, Five Seeds five through ten, they get a buy. What's Nebraska? I mean, honestly, do we have to have that conversation? They're 500 to one to win the Big Ten tournament.
1: They get Northwestern and then Iowa. Can they get to Rutgers? Can they get to Rutgers?
0: Yes, they could. Yeah, why not?
1: Well, if they get to Rutgers, we're we're in a semifinal against Illinois, and then Jake's going to be biting his nails. We're all pulling for Nebraska. (laughs) Go
0: go legend, Fred Hoiberg. Let's do this. That would be hilarious.
1: Looking forward
2: to Jake wearing his Illinois onesie.
1: Is that this week or are we waiting for the tournament? How how does that work? I don't know how this whole thing works.
0: Not this week. I don't know.
2: Whatever he's willing to commit to, I'm here for it.
0: (laughs) No, not this week. Come on now. Accomplish something. <laughs> is a Big Ten title. Sorry. No, I'm not gonna get mad. Not gonna get mad. I mean, Code title. Code if I title. can't, and if I can't bet on it, did it happen? Mm, I don't know.
1: Mm, that's that was. That's really what this is about. <laughs> you can't bet on it
0: today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It was, I mean, all right. It's cool. You guys got lucky. Congratulations. Where's the value, value play in the Big Ten? Since, since when are big you 10? on a soapbox for Wisconsin? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Why, how can you be after yesterday? You can't be. I lost to Nebraska. I just, have you not figured out? I'm just needling you and it's working. I figured it
1: out. Joe's <laughs> no, good at that. Yo, well, Joe, Joe, Deanna Hawksworth, Beck Daily <laughs> right here on the Beck Network. Off the board next.